This episode was co-produced with Energy Startup Day, an event which connects startups from the areas of clean tech, energy, mobility and smart buildings with incumbent companies and public institutions. Every year, Energy Startup Day also gives out three awards. The Public Choice Award, Investor's Choice and Expert's Choice. Last year's winners were Insolite, Echnoton and Blue Act Technologies. And over the next three Mondays, we'll be sharing our conversations with each of the three founders. If there are any other bonus series you would like to see from us, feel free to drop us a line at info at Swisspreneur.com. This is a way uh, not only to uh, be efficient, but also to decrease a bit the, the pressure that can be on one or the other. Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and hands-on learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Sylvan. Noho, a warm welcome to the Swisspreneur Show. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Hello, good morning. Glad to be here as well. You are the co-founder and CEO at Insolite, a Lausanne-based company that aims to reinvent solar energy harvesting with innovation optics. And as a result, you actually create solar panels with record efficiency. So of course, we want to know more about that. But to get started, what actually motivated you to start your own company in the first place? Yes, so uh, we started Insolite in 2015, so already five years ago. Uh, with the goal to bring a new uh, solutions to the solar market that can help the energy transition and also uh, contribute to the fight against climate change. So that was really our ambition to, to develop the next generation of solar modules uh, with my co-founders. And if you actually walk us through the exact problem that you solve, can you go a bit into more detail? What's the specific thing that you solve with Insolite? Yes, sure. So, so uh, the, the the solar panels are already uh, it's an industry that is already in place and very good. Uh, there, there are big uh, companies producing millions of meters square every year, and the idea here is to find uh, other solutions that could complement this existing one uh, by having modules that have higher efficiency. Uh, that's one thing, always improving performance, which improves the return on investment, as well as uh, having other features such as translucency. And this is exactly what we bring to market is a highly efficient and translucent module uh, that doesn't really exist otherwise uh, on the market. And uh, the way we achieve this is by a bit rethinking the whole uh, technological concept. So we, we, the, the, our SOAR modules are rather based on optics. Uh, they can concentrate light uh, a bit like a magnifying glass, whichever the sun orientation is. And creating this focal point allows you uh, not only to boost the efficiency, but also to use much less uh, source and material and use the ones that are the most efficient uh, currently. Fantastic. That's a real innovation right there. And you also mentioned the energy transition um, that is actually happening right now. So please also quickly explain how do you actually contribute to the energy transition? Yes, so, so uh, the goal by, by deploying solar modules is obviously to replace other uh, electricity sources. Uh, currently in Europe, we're still using uh, 
fossil fuels, even coal, uh, and this has a big carbon impact. And obviously, if you use solar panels, whichever technology, the, the carbon impact is, is way lower. It's an order of magnitude lower. So in that sense, that's the biggest uh, um, uh, contribution to climate change. Uh, and in the use case that we target in a, what we call agrivoltaics, where the modules are mounted on top of, uh, of greenhouse or uh, replacing plastic tunnels, we can also save on plastics. And this is another source of uh, CO2 savings. Awesome. And, you know, an entrepreneurial journey is seldomly a lonely journey. So we also want to get to know your team a bit better. So who is part of your team and what experience does your team bring to the table? Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's a key thing in this kind of journey that are overall quite long and, and uh, uh, to, to, not be alone, to not be alone. So we, are, we started the company being three co-founders with uh, Mathieu, who is CTO of the company, and Florian, who is the COO. And both, uh, uh, all of us, let's say, uh, from the beginning, tried to carve a, a role in which uh, we were uh, specializing and, and mastering, let's say, this company aspect. And this is a way uh, not only to uh, be efficient, but also to decrease a bit the, the pressure that can be on one or the other. So on my side, I took responsibility for the fundraising, uh, as well as uh, the initial a market entry planned. Uh, uh, they could re really uh, rely on Mathieu and Florian to do the product development and the technology development. And that was very helpful. And then we grow the team now to 15 members. Uh, again, trying to keep this mentality of having everyone accountable for, for something. And everyone has a key role in the team from building the modules to testing them to uh, installing them on piloted customers. And let's also talk about the recent milestones. Is there anything that you can share about milestones that you recently achieved with Insolite? Yes, so uh, 2020 was, uh, of course, a special year with the, the, the pandemics, but it was also in some ways a good year for Insolite. Uh, we reached different uh, milestones. One was that we uh, could log the first purchase orders from industrial customers to deploy our modules uh, on large-scale installations. That's a very big achievement to finally enter the mar market. And at the same time, launching the production uh, with key partners. Um, so, so we launched uh, this summer uh, the pre-series production, what we call pre-series, uh, with the aim to build 100 modules this year and 1,000 next year. On the financing side, we are also able to close our Series A round last July at 5 million. And this is also key to finance and, and fuel this uh, whole effort uh, of bringing the technology to market. Amazing. I mean, these are really big milestones. So congratulations on achieving those. And despite the, the ones that you just mentioned, there you have also been selected as the, the award winner of the public award at the Energy Startup Day in December. Uh, 2020. So in, in what way does do these awards actually also help you as a startup, you know, to either gain recognition or to win clients or investors? It's, uh, of course, awards are, are not the, the final goal, but it's, it's a very, of course, pleasant and also very important for the visibility of the startup to get such kind of recognition. recognition. So it's a big honor for us first, uh, especially to get the public votes. Uh, and then I, I think it's, it's also for the team, a big testimonial of what we are doing is, is on the right way. Uh, 
it's lengthy efforts that are paying off. Uh, uh, and it's, of course, very important to get this kind of recognition and as well as visibility. So we are very uh, delighted to have been nominated. Um, and we, we hope we can uh, build on that and, and reach the next milestones and, and even and that people talk even more about Insolite in the future. Awesome. We know interruptions are rude, so we'll make it quick. The more positive ratings we have, the more people we can reach. So if you want to hear more from the Swisspreneur team, give our show a rating on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute. Let's also quickly look at the competitive landscape. You know, in the solar industry, we hear often that there is fierce competition from China, for example. So is there any competition that you see on the market side for Insolite? Yeah, this is very true what you said. So the, the, I think the first thing to acknowledge is that currently the solar modules, the existing solar modules are very good. Uh, they, they are very low cost. They are produced in mass. The, the processes are mature. Um, and the, the efficiency is decent, it's in the range of 20%. Uh, so we are, let's say, uh, uh, competing with a commoditized solution. And our goal is really to go in the segment where this solution is not satisfying, which means that we are not going to compete in every single solar installation with solar modules, for instance, the ones produced in China, but rather target use case where those modules are not well suited. And this is why we decided to, to enter this agrivoltaic market, because there it's not only about uh, low cost uh, or, or, or performance produ production of electricity, it's also about protecting crops and being translucent to optimize the crop's growth at the same time that you generate electricity. And, uh, and the modules for that use case are really not optimized. So this is the, the approach we have is to bring a new solution uh, in that case, combining high efficiency and translucency that, uh, that uh, mainstream modules cannot simply do and open up new uh, deployments as well as, as a new uh, market segment. Absolutely right. And that's also a great differentiator, I would say, at least from the outside perspective. And you mentioned you've already been active for five years now. And I can imagine that along those five years, you had quite some challenges to solve to get to where you are today. So what was the toughest challenge you had to overcome with your company so far? Yes, so it was, uh, we went through the different stages of technology validation, uh, going from a lab prototype to now production and uh, installation outdoor. And this takes uh, lots of resources and time as well. Uh, as the, the funding was not unlimited, so we had to go step by steps and validate every uh, uh, new um, development one after each other. So it's, uh, it's a lot of patience, of course, on the technical side. And on the business side, it's also difficult at the beginning when you don't have something in the end to sell. Uh, and we saw really that since we have now those pre-series modules in production and we can bring them to customers, this is a game changer. Um, also to convince the market. So uh, we have the feeling that the curve can be a hockey stick kind where once you are in production and you start deploying the, the revenues and also the, 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 the number of installation can grow up very quickly. Right. 
And in that regard, I also wonder if you face any challenges due to the not liberalized energy market in Switzerland. Is that an issue or a challenge for you or is that not really relevant? Uh, it's, uh, it's something we are not yet sensitive as, as the moment we are working with uh, uh, our customers, our project developers. So people that will uh, install and run PV installations for maybe 20 or 25 years. Uh, and in that sense, they are more exposed than us to the price of electricity and the, the conditions of the electricity market. Uh, however, what we face is that the, it's a fairly conservative uh, market. Um, even the, the microgrid and so on are, are not yet, uh, uh, let's say, adopted in Switzerland. And this is a, uh, something that could hinder solar uh, community and solar deployments in the future so and this will impact us in some ways so for sure uh, we are following closely any regulations that are pushing for solar deployments and having the solar electricity uh, valued at the right level because it's not very fair to compare um, coal-based electricity which is which has a huge carbon footprint with uh, renewable electricity that has almost uh, none and, and we think regulation should will come uh, to, 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 uh, to correct this, let's say, also on the prices. Right. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. We talked about the award that you won at the Energy Startup Day before, but you actually also participated at the Energy Startup Day. So from your perspective, does the Energy Startup Day make a difference? Is it important to you as an event? Yes, uh, uh, I would say even more this year as the, the, with the pandemics, it, it's difficult to travel and we really try to still access the customer we can, meaning in Switzerland it's easy to, to access customers, investors still. And uh, for us, this event was key uh, for that reason this year, uh, just to be present on the national level and uh, at least maintaining contacts with the uh, with our local partners. So, so for that reason, it was a, a very good event. And I have to say it was held remotely, but very well organized, uh, which was uh, at the end very fruitful. fruitful. So uh, thanks for the, to the organizers, of course, for that. Now we talked a lot about the past. We also want to have an outlook into the future. So what are your plans with Insolite? What can we expect from you over the next 12 months? Yes, uh, I hope many exciting things. <laughs> so the, the, of course, the, as I said, the, the goal now is to make large scale deployment with customers. Uh, in that sense, we plan to build and sell thousand modules uh, next year uh, to deploy them with key customers and validate the agrivoltaic use case where the modules are used as a crops protection and optimize the electricity production, but also uh, the agricultural yield. That's the two features that we provide. And for that, you need to pilot, you need results. And uh, 2021 will be a cornerstone in that sense. Uh, and once these pilots are running, they, they act as a, as a foundation to get to much bigger order. So talking in megawatt scale, uh, and uh, where we will suddenly ramp up the production to maybe 10,000 or more directly uh, to feed the customer. So, um, yeah, it's a very exciting year ahead of us. Lots of challenge, of course, but also uh, all the team is on a, on a mission, let's say, to, to install those modules and really have now an impact on the, 
at the economical level and on the environmental level. Definitely sounds like a very exciting time ahead of you. So now we heard a lot about Insolite as a company, but we are also curious to learn more about Laurent, the co-founder behind the company. <laughs> so therefore, we prepared five rapid fire questions, and I just start with the first one. What was your summer job as a teenager? Uh, chopping wood uh, with my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I like that one. And what are you most proud of in your life? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a difficult one. Uh, I, I would answer with a joke. My my cooking my my cooking skills. <laughs> that's also a good answer, I would say. And if you had to choose between Zurich or Lausanne, what would your choice be? Uh, Lausanne, in that case. Why? <laughs> I, I really like Zurich, uh, but Lausanne uh, as a. a a very nice blend of uh, mountains, lake, and uh, student town. It's, uh, it's a very nice place to live. That's a fair point. Absolutely. Apple or Google? Apple. Also a clear decision for you, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have been, uh, let's say, in our generation, we were born with uh, Mac. I had, uh, my first computer was uh, Macintosh. So yeah, probably Great. biased by, uh, by the history. True. And the last question for you today, lake or mountains? As we heard, you have both, so you can actually choose what you want to get in Lausanne. Uh, mountains. <laughs> Fantastic. So Laurent, thank you so much for taking the time and for taking us on the journey or sharing your story of Insolite with us. And we wish you and the whole team all the best and lots of success for the upcoming year and hope to read, listen and see much more uh, from you and uh, your exciting future that's ahead of you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much to you. It was a pleasure to have this interview. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Stay connected with the Swisspreneur community through our LinkedIn and Instagram profiles. Make sure to subscribe to our show on whatever podcast platform you're using. See you next week for a brand new episode of The Swisspreneur Show.